Hi guys, it's Udo's and welcome to the Udo's show. Today I have a very special guest. His name is Big Guy Ryback and he's a wrestler. He's a big guy. He likes to wrestle and he's done the whole WWE and everything. So thank you so much for joining my show today, Big Guy Ryback. Thank you Oodles, for having me, Oodles Noodles. The yeah. uh, that is your your dubbed wrestling name. Yeah. Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, I, we were just saying earlier, like, oh, if I ever join wrestling, my name will be Noodles, and I'm just like <laughs> Oodles Noodles. <laughs> yeah, I'll just wiggle my way out of there. <laughs> a bunch of noodles would drop down from the ceiling, and they would be like with the air machines, the little Oodles Noodles, the little air blowers. Yeah, I just feel. slap people with noodles, like, Pay-ya! Very limber <laughs> and just noodly in the ring. That's your... <laughs> yeah, I just wiggle my way out of there. I'm like, I have a bad knee. <laughs> like, you yeah, know? yeah, you don't want to, you'd want to be, you would want to be like a valet where you get to get all the fame and glory and, and recognize, be recognized, but you don't actually have to do any of the physicality. That yeah. is the key to doing well in wrestling. Avoid the physicality. Is there like any wrestlers that are doing that now? Because that's totally what I want to do. In my head, I was like, I will be a great wrestler if I didn't have to wrestle. Like, you know? Yeah. That's the key. Or backstage interviewer. But like, if you want the, like, backstage interviewers don't get as much attention as far as, unless you like, you have your following already on social, you could, that would be, but like, if you're actually on the TV program as a character, it's like oodles noodles and you're just the valet of some big jacked wrestler or whoever, a high flyer and, you know yeah. then but yeah they have that there they do with the different promotions that they do do that it's just oh, okay. it, it's not as not as it's not as much but it is it can be done i thought when you said valet like i will be like driving somebody else <laughs> up there <laughs> like, Oodles, we have a uh, convertible we need you to take down to the ring <laughs> Um, noodles coming here. Well, just we got a job for you valeting the talent's car in the back, Oodles, as they pull into the arena as they get to the Staples Center. I think it's is it Staples still or is it a different name? I I don't you asking me, I don't even Staples Center, yeah, yeah, Staples Center. I think it's what it used to be the arena downtown LA. Yeah, they have like we always get there, you pull in, and then they have the valet will usually take your car and then they park it for you, and then you go and you take your bags into the building and but that's a oodles down there parking the cars. I will be a horrible valet. I would totally like mess up all the cars and like go take the nice one. <laughs> I will be driving drive. like eh, eh, eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hit the side. You know, all my accidents have been like with like poles and stuff. <laughs> Are you one of those female drivers that wrecks a lot? No, no, no. I'm actually a good driver. I, I know how to maneuver and stuff. You just said all my accidents. I feel yeah, like a well, good driver doesn't say that, Oodles. Like, I never had accidents with people or other moving cars. So that's good. I know how to dodge all of those. It's only, like, stuff that's, like, standing still. Like, you know, those if it's, still like, accidents, a though. Those, the, those <laughs> still go on the insurance, Oodles. <laughs> Liberty like Mutual poles, doesn't care poles, if the car was moving. They, a wreck is a wreck. <laughs> but it's not like bad bad you know like <laughs> have you ever fled the scene of an accident oodles um no but i had other people like hit my car when it was parked so that's what i mean like i'll park my oh. car and other people will hit my car okay. you know so that's not on you then that's yeah. not you being a bad driver i mean i had sometimes where i like you know hit the curb or like you know hit the wall and stuff like that or you know that's like, literally all the memes I see of women drivers. It's like what you're just <laughs> describing right now. 
least it's not moving like people, yeah. you know. Where it's, just, like, it's not going to be as severe or hopefully not a severe accident or anything. Yeah. It's I mean, it could a, be a guy and just hit everybody, you know. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> it's more of an oopsies on your part. Like, oopsies, yeah. I hit the curb. So that's why I, I don't think I will be a good valet. And plus, I like tried the whole service jobs. Like I was a uh, like a waitress. I didn't know how to open up a wine bottle. So like this guy, like he left his girlfriend to come and help me. And then everybody started getting pissed off. And then the wine went everywhere, you know. So yeah, like service uh, jobs were really my thing. Right. You know? yeah, I was I worked as a server when I was younger. When yeah. I got released from wrestling temporarily. Uh, it's a Smoky Bones in Louisville, Kentucky. Where were you a waitress at? In San Diego and then Vancouver. Like, okay. I tried it. Well, I was a beer tub girl in, in San Diego. And that I was good at because I like knew how to hustle and stuff. And yeah. I didn't have to like move around and things like that. And it was just tequila and beer, you know. But then like uh, when I was in Vancouver, I worked at this like comedy club called Yuck. Was it Yuck Yucks? Yeah. So I worked there and then, you know, people were like enjoying the comedy club and I'm over here spilling on everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Those jobs are, it's, I have a lot of respect for people. Like I I worked very hard at that job at like 60 hour weeks. And like, that was kind of a low point, but also the turning point, high point in my life. But like, I have, I have a high respect for servers and people in the food industry and, and, and in the, in the, nightlife industry here in vegas and all it's it's, it's a lot hard. of work yeah and what i noticed is mean. like holding up that tray like you got to be really strong and you have to have like yeah. a tray arm like you're just like <laughs> you know? i used to i used to load those trays up after i got good at like doing that but i remember like i remember there was one time at the smoky bones we would so we used to take the coffee machine and put like two or three bags of the coffee and make super strong coffee way way too much caffeine but and eventually we stopped doing that because we were serving that to people too and like i remember an old couple one time i go we can't be giving elderly people triple strength caffeine and they're not like i yeah. just I, like I, we had an intervention i was like we have to stop this this is not like this is so if we make it we have to dump it out whatever's extra and not leave it in the pot for the customers but i was really jittery one day and i had a tray of all the drinks it was a huge party in there and i'm just shaking oh i thought it was it was going to be bad and it wasn't me my buddy who had the same ca- uh coffee he lost the, his tray full of drinks went everywhere and i go oh like, god that's that's the most embarrassing thing that could ever happen to a server spilling yeah. and then you gotta place like the drinks like at certain places on the tray because yeah. otherwise it would like tip over you know and if you take them off, you got to like balance it out as you take them off. Cause otherwise like you have a dumb moment, you take all of them off on the right side and the tray just falls to the left. Like That's what happened to me all the time. Like you take one drink off and you're like, Whoa, <laughs> it will like fall on top of somebody's uh, hair or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Ruin their day and their, their meal out. And then they, they hate, they're not tipping you. Oh yeah. And I'm like, can you or, believe it? No tip. <laughs> like, I actually got, I, I had a pretty good, people were pretty cool with me out. There was just, I remember one time there were two people that ate and left and didn't pay. And and that was the only like really thing. And even that wasn't that bad. Didn't really, other than that, everyone was pretty cool with me the year and a half I did that. So, yeah. I mean, I was like, okay. Like I had, like, it wasn't that bad until one day 
this group of girls, they wanted to like beat me up outside of the like comedy club, you know? Really? So I guess they, they were really not happy with their service. <laughs> That's pretty intense. That's... Yeah, I had to escape in the back, uh, like in the back of it, you know? Like, you um, out through the back. That's yeah. <laughs> they were waiting for me outside. <laughs> and then I got fired because they're like, yeah, this isn't working for you, you know? So I got fired, but then my boss was like trying to sexually harass me too. So you hear that a lot out, in those places. Yeah, I found yeah. out that he like basically gave me the job because he was trying to get with me, like, you know. But I didn't know that until he fired me like two months later, you know. Yeah. So it's not it was, it's not easy going through life being a good looking person, Oodles. It's you gotta you gotta keep your head on a swivel at all times. You know what's so crazy is like I never even looked at myself as like being somewhat attractive because when I grew up in Sweden, everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Like, like ugh, you know, like they didn't like they made me. Fun. Oodles got made fun of a lot growing up. Yeah, like they called me like baboon butt and wooden legs, and like uh, they were saying that the devil is in my hair because it's black and in my eyes because they're not like blue, you know. So, like, imagine Sweden, everybody's, like, blonde and blue-eyed, right? So, I, I looked so different. I had my, like, little bowl cut and stuff. Like Jim Carrey <laughs> and Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> yeah, I look like, yeah, like Jim Carrey from There's Dumb that pumpkin-pied haircut free goodles. <laughs> yeah. So, people were like, oh, here comes the blackhead, you know? Like, here comes the blackhead. I always pictured Sweden as being this friendly country. Sweden sounds horrible here during this. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, growing up there was like not very like they weren't really nice, but there was like a lot of like benefits of it. I mean, I ultimately got out of Iran, you know, so like that was better than, uh, you know, all that stuff that I would have been wearing like a burqa thing, you know. Oh, no, no. I've been all over the world. I've wrestled in like different parts of Iraq. Was it Riyadh? Been there a couple times? Like it, it. I've been to some crazy places and it's as crazy as things seem like they are here. Like I, I've been in India in, in yeah. Mumbai and New Delhi where in, in where you're at very nice, like five-star hotels mm-hmm. and like the, the riches are blended with, with dirt poor, like naked people on the street, babies, kids, yeah. and handling and like just burning stuff to try to like, you're just like looking and like the, People live in like they're like cargo sheds that are stacked on top of each other, but inside they're supposedly pretty decent. They say, but like even that, it's just you just look at like in the way the traffic. There's no real direction or signals, and I just remember really being really really overwhelmed at first. Then you kind of get you get used to it as you're there, but just saying like, oh, I'm really thankful that we live where we live, and and like I always try to explain that to people that they. Trust me, it could be a lot worse, yeah. You know than than what it is, but yeah, that's so true. Like it, you gotta like appreciate the things that you have, you know, instead yeah. of what what you don't have, because some people don't even have that, right? So you want to know what makes me happy? This is why every single day I talk about this all the time, like on my show and things I do. Being grateful and like we all are like living our own lives and like. It, it's really difficult sometimes with social media not to compare ourselves to other people because we have we I don't believe we're ever have, meant to have access of billions of people and what they're doing every day so it takes a lot of self-control but it's knowing who we are and what makes us happy and then yeah. being repetitive and consistent with those things it's like every day I go get a black coffee from Starbucks it makes me so happy oodles 
It's yeah. the simplest of things. But I, I, I keep certain things in my day that make me happy. And like my dogs, I love my dogs. So I spend a lot of time with my dogs and things. And like, whenever I get stressed out, I know the things that, that make me happy, like working out most days yeah. keeps me sane. And it helps like, and it's like, I think we need to have those things in our life to, and, and really it doesn't matter. I've, I've met people that are very, very rich, very, very rich. And they, and they, they literally have said, they go, I, we wish we had your mindset on life because we're miserable. And like, it's, and I, I keep that in my head of where I'm striving to go and doing, because I was like, it, we got to recognize it right here, right now, each and every day, yeah. because when we're chasing other things, it's like, it doesn't matter, you know, yeah, it'd be great to have 5 billion in the bank account, but like, if you're miserable inside and you can't mm-hmm. shut that miserableness off, what's the point? No, you're so right. It took me a long time to like understand that you really don't need much just to be happy. Yeah. Like I like literally woke up one day and then I like looked over in my bedroom and I was like, you know what? I'm happy, you know, yeah. like and I always thought like, oh, if I have this job or this or that, there was always like the next thing. If I had that more or yeah. this more it, and then, you know, I will be happy. But Then I realized, like, it took me some time, but I realized, like, you know what? Like, you don't need anything to be happy. You could just be, like, okay with what you have. And you realize, like, that's enough. Like, there, there needs to, you don't need to have a bunch of stuff or superficial things or whatever, like, followers or that work or that job or money. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it's good. It's good. Like, you don't need to have all of that to be happy. And that's why it's so hard on... to understand for a lot of people. And I think once you get to the other side and you worked your ass off, like getting there and you finally have it and you start realizing like, you know, you're not still happy maybe or what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden you, you understand like, okay, I thought that this would be it, but it's not. And then you get the next thing and that is still not happy. Yeah. Then, you have to figure that out before yeah. you go. It's okay. Like I always say too, though, uh, it, 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 it's a mindset of like, and I always do like the hashtag hungry with all my stuff of like living a hungry lifestyle in all areas of life. Mm-hmm. But we oftentimes as humans, like get, we, we stress out over what we don't have in the moment and we overlook what we do have. And, yeah. and that's where being grateful and like feeling that like every night, I go to bed with my dogs by me. And like, I remember being in different situations where I, I was on the road for weeks at a time in, in other countries and away from my family. And I just go, this is such peace that I'm living right now and, and having a, a beautiful place and, and like in mm. security and that. But like, we need to, like I tell people too, though, we do need to have drive and ambition because like we live in a world where like money is oxygen. Yeah. With that. So we do need a certain level of that. Money is freedom, I believe. Yes. So we do need a certain level of that now, but we don't need as much as what we oftentimes, depending on our lifestyle, like, but if we're caught up in the wrong things and we're overspending, now that's putting a stress on us to have to make more money than we, we maybe would have had to, had to make where yeah. we could have been very comfortable and happy if we were internally at peace with ourselves. And that's the, the game that majority of people don't figure out, unfortunately. And the ones that do live amazing, happy lives. And it's, it, it's like, so that's what I always try to strive for, like, no matter what. And 
everything I've done and like walked away from all of it and I'm going to walk back into it. And, but I'm at such a grounded place mentally where it's like, like fame doesn't matter like with any of that stuff. It, it's mm-hmm. being at peace and doing what you love and being happy, making other people happy and feeling and emotion. And like, those are the things I think as you start getting older, you, you realize you put a little more importance on. Yeah, no, it's so true because you can literally have like a million people following you or loving you or you can have millions of dollars in your bank account and you're just kind of like not doing what you feel good about even you know and that's another thing a lot of times you know you work and you might have all this money and all this stuff but is it something that you're really happy or proud of or you know so there's a lot of that too it's it's just about feeling good inside and feeling good about what you're doing and your setting the setting the people that you're around like a lot of that stuff and I think a lot of people they don't they don't even realize that so what's the like ups and downs of uh, wrestling like what are the good parts what are the bad parts what do you what's your advice for somebody that wants to get into wrestling and like what should they look out for is it all that it seems you know yeah, no, so like the, I've loved it since I was a kid and always wanted to do it. And I came from playing baseball and football, played soccer when I was younger. And just uh, it, it came really easy to me as far as just once I decided that that's what I was going to do. Um, it's by far the most physically and mentally demanding thing uh, in the world. But it's also one of the most rewarding, amazing things in the world. Um, getting to perform in front of thousands of people in, in different arenas and stadiums and with millions watching live and, and wrestling being live, you know, you know, a couple times a week on TV and then doing live pay-per-views all over. It is, and you got kids, people literally, you're playing a superhero. Yeah. It, it, it's physical acting and it's where you're your own stunt man. And, and there's people that are better and more believable than others with that. But you literally, it's like you get to go out and, and just enjoy the fruits of your labor and go out there and just in real time, do these amazing things and, and feel the pressure to pull off amazing things. And mm-hmm. that is something I miss greatly in being off of TV now for, for since it's been almost six years that I walked away uh, and I wrestled for a few past that with everything while I started my supplement company. And then yeah. I had to stop with my injuries until I got better here. But like, I miss that greatly every day. I think about that and, and what it would be like to experience that again. Yeah. But it is, like I said, the injuries are very real, unfortunately. And, I needed a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement from some things I had that had happened to me uh, in, in wrestling through injuries for years. And, uh, and, and when I, I walked away, I, I walked away from, from a, a nice contract. And, mm-hmm. uh, but if I would have stayed, I would have had to retire and uh, in a very short amount of time. And that was at 34. So the injury aspect of it is, is the thing. And that is very real. And you're on the road. And, you know, when you sign those contracts for the majority of the talent that do, you're gone. Like you're living on the road. Like you're, you're home a day and a half, two days a week, typically with the way that the WWE schedule was. And wow. I think it's lightened up a little, but like you, if you can't imagine, so you're just wrestling five days a week, beat up. You got to go train every day to stay in shape. You got to get like all your meals on the road. You're checking into hotel rooms. You fly multiple times a week from like your home city to the first city that you're going to be wrestling in. So you'll do like three, shows or three or four live events that are not televised 
where you're like full blown though wrestling in front of thousands of people. Then you got to go to TV like on a Monday or a Tuesday, or it's on Fridays now for their SmackDown, where you're there all day like on a TV set, a production in these big arenas with all of that. And then you go home and you've got your bags. You got to like when you know after each show though too, you got to drive three to five hours to each like this is like the not non glamorous side of pro wrestling. There's not team buses. There's not, you know, every once in a blue moon, there will be a charter flight if it's over a five hour drive. But even then, sometimes I've done the drives that are like eight, nine hours and they're not a lot of them. But occasionally, just because you don't want to go wait for two and a half hours at the airport with everyone and then sit on a plane and like and like just like I'm just going to drive and get a hotel three quarters of the way then make the rest of the drive in the morning. And like these are the things that people don't see. On that, that it just to just to get there to give yourself a chance to go out and do it, and um, it, it's one of those deals. It's just your way, and so people that are getting into it, you just got to you got to really love it, and you know also. But once you get to a certain point, and I've been blessed in walking away and like getting things going well for me, that eventually you go back and do it on your terms, where you yeah. don't do it in where, like I don't believe in ever going back like in wrestling like five days a week. I look at it more like MMA where you do a few matches a year or like come and do certain programs and then you take some time off and let yeah. your body rest. And like, I have a business now and do other things where I don't need to do that full time. So, but it, it's a commitment. It is a commitment. And I put my time in, I served just like as if everyone else that has made it there. And I got signed at 22 out of college at UNLV. So it's like, it's. Wow. That's a long time though. I can only imagine like your body can only last so long, like yeah. putting that much pressure on it, like Violent. constantly, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't even, I I'm telling you like my knee is like a little like, eh, you know, that's and, why you're oodles noodles. You have that limp knee. It's just yeah. like, <laughs> you know, but the thing is like, I injured myself at 12. Well, I was actually wrestling with a guy and he got mad because I won, you know, I was like a tomboy yeah. and I won. And all the guys were like laughing at him like, oh, your girl beat you up. So he got pissed off and he pushed me from behind like this. And then I fell and I hit my knee on like a brick. And then it was that was it. Like, uh, you know, it hasn't been the same since. And you would have thought like. Wow, after 12, you know, all these years, it should have been better by now. No, it's like, so, so that's the whole issue is like, once you get injured, I really feel like, like you can heal, but there's still not never going to yeah. be the same, you know? Well, if you, especially if you had a significant injury and didn't know it as a kid, you could have like, you could have partially torn something or torn something and then it just never fully recovered, you know, where or, or scar tissues in there and it's just kind of bothers you. And yeah, yeah. But like, I, I tell you now, though, I'm 40 now. I feel better than I did at all re- my whole wrestling career. Oh, really? Oh, I, I'm like, I what look the same. What, what are you on? Like, give me some of that. <laughs> I've had 19, 19 stem cell procedures. I've gone to Columbia, this yeah. company, BioAccelerator. Yeah. By the way, if anyone's listening, this company has paid for me to go out there twice and yeah. given me so much treatment. That was, and then my doctor here was in, in Dr. Baumgartle, who's still my doctor. He's in San Diego now, actually. Yeah. He, I'm actually getting ready to do stem cell commercials for him in San Diego. Nice. He's, but like they, it is what has given me my health back with that. And then I also though, like I went vegan for 18 months and I do eggs now in my diet. I do eggs in a full vegan. So it's, I think that's called octo vegetarian, if I'm not 
octo or octo vegetarian, but uh, no meat or chicken or fish or anything like that. And yeah. a lot of, a lot of fruits and vegetables. And I really believe it's the fountain of youth with all of that. And Really? So yeah. I, I tried that too, but then I started like getting a lot of injuries when I like did the whole vegan and vegetarian and yeah. all that. So I started getting like a lot of uh, injuries, but then I don't know what happened. All of a sudden one day I'm like, I need meat, meat. Yeah. You know? well, what happens is, and I've read about, so it, it, you got to learn, I've worked with a nutritionist and I learned all yeah. the foods. So once you, ha- you have to have a, vi- a diverse diet when you, when you go, especially specifically when you go vegan and it's, it's very easy to do once you learn the foods. Yeah. Problem is, is like, I did it wrong the first time I did it. And I started feeling sluggish at times. And there's certain things you got to make sure that you just diet wise and you get those nutrients. But that's usually when that happens to people, it's your body screaming for the certain nutrients that it knows it's going to get in that stuff because it hasn't gotten it in anything else that you're eating. So that's yeah. where like, it, but they say too, like I do, like, I, I don't get me wrong. I love the taste of, of, of steak and I love chicken wings more than probably any that in t- Texas de Brazil, the uh, steak of the Brazilian steakhouses. Oh my God. And, so and delicious. Chicken, do you Buffalo eat those little, little cheese buns? Like I'll eat everything there. Like I just oh, love so the <laughs> like my card is green the entire time I've ever I don't think I've ever like I, I don't put my card on red until like I'm like it's time to go. Yeah. Like, and even then I'm like eating steak on the way to go pay. And I'm just like it's <laughs> but yeah. I so I ate more meat than anybody, pounds yeah. a day, like and but I do understand I, I then once you started like learning what like what happened, what goes on with the animals and I go, I don't want to contribute to kind of what the system is right now. And I go, but they say, if you can go 85% plant-based just occasionally have that stuff. And and that I think is the goal. Cause I don't think we clearly did eat this stuff at different points in times, depending on the civilization and where you were and where, where, what part of the world you grew up in and lived in and what time period it was. But there's also been vegans throughout these periods that have thrived. and, And I think it's, Mm-hmm. the research shows though, if you can be at least 85% plant-based, you're going to live a longer, healthier, more productive life. And yeah. I've seen it in my, from my endurance and just like in life in general, my energy levels and, and like, and, and I just feel better. My workouts are better. So I go, okay, I'm very performance based on it. And this was an easy switch, but we live in a world though, unfortunately, where it's all around us and we're over consuming it and it's being heavily processed and drugs. And so, I don't know. It's, but like, I, I go through this cause like I went through like reading all the books. I'm like, but if you look at all of life, all of life is just killing each other. Yeah. Like, like whether you watch a documentary on the oceans, like mm. talk about like eye opening, like being a creature in the ocean is like, everything's just eating everything. And like, and that's like kind of the way the world is in the, on, on, on land. And, but we have a choice and we, we do thrive on plants, but it is hard cause it does taste good. Right. Yeah. Like, and I like, I don't like, I, I tell people, like, I don't hate the taste of it. I love it with it. But I, once I learned the animal aspect of things and I, I go, know. I can be a that's, better that's, the, that's the hard part for me because I like, look at these cute little animals yeah. and stuff. And then I was gorgeous. like, okay, you know, and you know, what's so crazy. This all kind of started uh, a while back, but then I slowly got more and more into it. So this company, they send me these like ginormous, like lobsters and I had to do like a promo for them. Right. Yeah. And they gave me the lobsters, but when I took out the lobster, like the I swear to God, like the lobster looked at me and the eyes were like huge. And like they looked at me and it was like 
like, where am I? What's going on? You know? Yeah. And it was a ginormous lobster. I think I might still have it on my Instagram too. But I was like looking at it. And when I looked into the lobster's eyes, I know this sounds crazy, but it like literally was like, like, don't like do this or, yeah. you know. Oh, well, it's like, not crazy though, but that's real. That's where you have being compassionate and understanding of like, I think you get to a point, and especially when you, when you do this, you become more respectful of life in general. Yeah. And you realize that there's more to life than just us. Yeah. And that we're all, we all play a, a significant role in the world that we live in. And, and that's things die. It's unfortunate. No matter what you do, things are going to die in life. It's just the way you're walking around. We're killing stuff. Like yeah. it's, it's making a choice to try to be more compassionate and, mm-hmm. and understanding. And, and like, we, it's just like we have all the foods that we have need made available to us. And like a lot of, like I live in Vegas, we have you and Cali is the same. We yeah. have, we're one of the best cities in the world for vegan restaurants as you guys are, I believe yeah. like they're everywhere here you'd be amazed how great everything actually is. And, and, but we've just like, we have this system. It's like, you know, then I look, like I told you life is that all this stuff is killing each other. And you're like, well, where does the line stop? And like, but it's just, you, like you said, you felt it. And I think that's the thing. Once you see that you then just like, it's cause it's, you have more of a personal connection, but like what we're doing on like the factory farming and it's just, it's, it's, I think it wouldn't sit right with the majority of people. With yeah. That. If they actually knew like and saw what Source, happens, yeah. you know, like all the killing part of aspects, but a lot of people, they don't want to see it because they actually don't want to like they, spoil yeah. the they idea. They don't want to make the connection. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to get that idea like, oh my God, I'm killing or this thing died so I can eat it. Yeah. yeah. But that poor lobster, I gave it away to like the guy that I was shooting a video with. I'm like, just take all of the lobster. I don't want any, any part of it. And ever since that day, I haven't been able to eat lobster. Well, they, they've passed laws, I think in the UK and where like lobsters and uh, crabs that like boiling them alive. Like it's, it's, they can't do that anymore. And I don't have all the details, but, but there's like, I always just thought it was odd that we always, they, they, they used to say like, Oh, they don't feel pain in things. Yet they're screaming in boiling hot water. Like, yeah, like, common of sense says, like Hey, I don't think anything's going to think that feels good. Like, yeah. Like they're like, you know, yeah. like I, I think it's awful. Like, uh, yeah. But if you look at too, like farming and like, if I look at like too, like Vegas, there's places to get the eggs from farms that raise chickens and, and they don't kill them. And they just, and they, they they live great lives. That to me, and like, there's people like if you had your own farm and you had your own animals that lived healthy lives, and you were just you ate though based off of what the, the what if there was more eggs, a surplus of eggs, you ate more eggs. You have your plants, you have everything, your fruits and vegetables, and then when an animal reaches you know a point in its life and, and it passes away, if you choose to then eat that, and you know that to me is a different thing than than the system we've like turned it into a business. Yeah, and it's where it's tough, and it's like, well, what's the solution? And it's like, well, not what they're doing, you know. But yeah, but that's so cool though, because I think a lot of people they might see you like doing the whole wrestling thing, yeah. or they have this idea of you, and you're like this big teddy bear, like, oh, protect the animals, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty well rounded. I feel like I try to. I just. I learned a long time ago just to be ourselves. Like people are going to love and hate us no matter what. And so we might as well just be ourselves. 
But like, I think that's a fighter thing too. Sometimes people think that if you are wrestling or if you're playing a character, I believe if you really are a tough guy and know you're a tough guy, you could just be however you want in life. Like, look at Mike Tyson. Yeah. Like, if you look at Mike, is incredibly deep and, and funny and hilarious. And like, mm-hmm. I, but when Mike is serious, there's not a person on the planet that's not like, you know what I mean? Because he yeah. knows how to turn it on. And I think that, but that comes from people that know how to just be comfortable with themselves and are secure and confident. And then you're, you're not afraid to like just have fun and live life and, and with that. So I always try to make that, you know, not saying I'm the toughest guy in the world, but like just saying like that I have that confidence where, I'm not afraid to be judged based off of just that. So you should do that for like your next like wrestling piece. You should come in there with like a baby goat and then you like call out the other guy and then he's like over there eating some meat or something. And then you're like, I'm here to beat you because you know, you don't eat the meat. We've got to protect this baby goat. <laughs> do a vegan character on TV. Oh, that would be, that would yeah. actually be, you know, my, you don't want to know, you want to know, Take a guess what my wrestling theme song, the name of the song is called. You want yeah, what have, is it? Meat on the Table. Oh. Really? My song is about killing prey. Oh, and my God. You need to change it all now. You know what I'm changing it to when I go back? Beyond what? Meat on the Table. Ah, yeah. This is like the deeper version of The deeper. It is, but it, the, with the whole Beyond Meat, but it's beyond. I'm, I'm now the big guy Ryback, bigger and beyond what I ever was. So, I love it. And then you should yeah, have like I'm a baby thinking. goat, like... Do like the best. You, want, like, you really want this baby goat to be a part of this? <laughs> <laughs> You're so cute. You have a baby goat, like bah, bah, me coming down to the ring with a baby goat and the lobsters that you got rid of just to yeah. to, to, to avenge them. I just saw a baby goat like the other day, and it was so cute. So now I'm like, I wish I had a baby goat. And that that uh, family, they have like this like. I don't know, this whole farm like in Malibu and they were saying like, oh yeah, this goat, we raised it in our house. So that like the goat yep. follows them everywhere they go and it's like a big ass goat, you know? But mm-hmm. they had it in the house since it was like little. So now in my head, I'm like, imagine just having a baby goat like walking around here, you know? I always yeah. have thought like living, I, I'm still... Cause I love my place here in Vegas, but I want to get a place with a bunch of land and be kind of a little bit of away from stuff. Now I still want to be close, but enough to be away in case too, if everything just goes completely haywire, I'm not just like in the city where I'm a little bit of ways with like, if things go walking of the dead, uh, what's the walk, the walking dead, like things just go completely haywire <laughs> where I'm not like entrapped in the city with that. Yeah. But like we're, I could have like chickens and, and like little pigs running around with my dogs. Yeah. Like I would be so happy. Some pigs, some chickens, some goats. Oh, like growing. I got like all my fruit trees here. I got like eight or nine fruit trees growing at my house now with the palm trees. But I was like, just have a bunch of fruits and vegetables all like that would be that to me is like happiness. In yeah. peace, like when I go out and water my plants and stuff, like I'm really happy. That's like a lot of people that'd be like, it's probably an odd thing for them to picture, but like it's doing things like that though to bring peace in this crazy world. No, I could totally see that. And like, as far as like dating and stuff, you don't have somebody that you're like in a relationship with or seeing. Or no, I'm single like now, but I mean, yeah, I did when I was wrestling yeah. online. It actually says, I don't know, I tried to get rid of this. Yeah. And I don't even know how this happens. It says I'm married to somebody called named Melissa Reeves on all the, like, it's just, it's one of those marriage websites. And then all Wait, the others. Who is Melissa Reeves? Is that like a wrestler too? Or? Never dated a Melissa. Don't know. 
The so I don't even know <laughs> it, if some like stalker fan made this and says, "Nope, I'm married to Ryback." But so Oodles, no joke. I've legit met women, yeah. and where they quit talking to me because they think I'm married and lying about it. And I'm like, I've emailed these sites and go, you have to take this off. But now I'm so comfortable with it because I go, any woman that yeah. doesn't believe me or just have a conversation and, and like I look at my social media and not see like there's not pictures of Melissa all around. Like I go, if you're going to believe that you're going to be a problem at some other point down the line. So I, I take it as a blessing now. Yeah. Or like, And I've met people that where they actually just go, she goes, I have a question. I looked you up like, are you married? And I said, no. Then I explained it and they go, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. like where they go, okay, this person's normal. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, whoever did that to try to make my life more difficult, you've actually helped me. Yeah, no, that's good because it's kind of a similar, like not the same, but similar in other ways with like the cyber stuff. So like, um, you know, I was like one of the victims of the iCloud hack leak. And if people Google me, they get this whole perception of me. That's not even true. Right. So Wait, like, you mentioned that you had so you had stuff all leaked. Yeah, so I was hacked by this hacker, right? And then he leaked these video, this video and like a couple pictures of me that my ex took. And he took those without my consent. And then he was like threatening me when I broke up with him. Like, oh, I'm going to leak this to the internet, right? Oh, no. So I was like, okay, whatever. I called his bluff. I still didn't respond to him, right? Uh, but what happened is like all this time passes by and this hacker, he hacks my iCloud. And it was in the beginning when like nobody even knew what the hell the cloud was. And like in 2014, right? So I message gets like uh, uploaded into iCloud and all that good stuff. And then yeah. the hacker got into all of this and then basically leaked it, right? Oh. So when they leaked it, it was like all these women and me, we got like all auctioned off to the internet. Like we're like livestock or something, you know? And then yeah. everybody's profiting from it. Like, you know, basically like digitally raping you and trafficking you online. And yeah. and it was so weird for me because I like didn't understand like what what the hell is happening? Why is this happening to me? Like, I like literally followed all the laws and done good yeah. and like you did avoided. nothing wrong and then you're dealing with hate from it too with people and like yeah talking, and like yeah, it's people cruel. seeing me as this like oh she did it on purpose and all this bullshit yeah. that's like not even me if I wanted to do something I would have done it all the way like if I wanted to do nude images I would yeah. have done Playboy I already had that opportunity if I wanted to do yeah. porn I would have done straight up porn you know so it's like it, it makes no sense why like you know, people will come up with all these things and all of the stuff would say hacked and leaked. So it's like yeah. without my consent, like, and people are still watching it and know it's against my consent. So they basically like looking at it kind of like raping me all over again, you know? So yeah. to me, it was just kind of a weird concept, you know, but basically you just gotta like, block it out and move on as much. Cause it sucks. Like we yeah. live in that's what, like I deal with like haters and negativity I don't give it the time of day. I, I tell people I don't hate anyone, but like if I bring you, if you get so angry with me over things that, you know, that are not true that you read or that you whatever, and you want to spread hate, like I just block and I like, I just, I don't, I, I don't allow the hate and negativity or the disrespect. I call it in Rybackville. Like yeah. I don't, I don't deal with it. Like, cause I go in the real world, everyone's nice to me. And I go, and I go, if there is a problem, you could talk about it. But majority of people that are doing that and spreading that hate or trying to like, they're not doing well. And yeah, and, we unfortunately live in a world where like 
I tell people this, we are experiencing all the different animals. We are experiencing heaven and hell on right now. And it's yes. our mindset in the world. And most people are experiencing hell, unfortunately. And I don't and like, I don't want to be a part of that hell with them. And yeah. so I just block it out and like, you just gotta do the same and, and yeah. like, just have, that's where having like real life and like people enough, you don't have to have a lot of friends, but just having even one or two people that you can count on and being, and being able to go do stuff and like live in the real world and keep yourselves busy and being productive to create those happy feelings over, when we have that, it overrides all the negativity and the hate that, yeah. that comes a bit. Like it's, it could be tough at times. And, and I feel for like things like that. Cause I've known people that have had that happen and they've got bombarded with hate and negativity. I'm like, they didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, let's see what's yeah. in your phone, Jeffrey. Like, I'm pretty sure there's some pretty ridiculous things in your phone. Like, but what's the- so crazy to me is like, everybody worship this guy. If you go to these blog sites, they're like, oh, you're my hero to yeah. the hacker. And the hacker only got like a year and a half. And meanwhile, I'm like, years later. Now lost a lifetime, like- yeah. And then what sucks about it is like, you know, I've been in relationships and the guys will always bring this up either, even if they're like, okay, yeah, like I'm understanding of this. And I uh, like, I'm so sorry that happened Mm -hmm. to you. But then after a while, it's like their family might say something or somebody says something and then they're feeling insecure about it or something. And then now I have to like coddle this grown ass man and explaining like, dude, I was a fucking victim. Like, why don't you understand that? You know? And that's what's you got to take that as a positive though. Right. Like, look at that is that's the person that you don't want to be with. Yeah. That's what I like. That's how, that's how I got over the thing with the marriage thing online yeah. is I quit looking at it as a negative and I go, no, this is actually a positive of filtering out people that are going to be emotionally crazy at some point in time, yeah. like over. Cause if they're not believing on that, that I'm presenting them the whole truth. I'm like, they're going to be a problem at some other point in time. And like yeah. where I don't want to have to deal with, that if things are more invested so i would look and at i think a way. lot of people they don't understand like when you're in the public eye there's this whole other world of things that come with it you know yeah. so like oh, I know. when i've been in relationships i like never go public about it i'm very private yes yeah, and like that's another thing that you know some people don't understand but they're not gonna get that once i do say something about it then they're going to get attacked by all these other people. So it's almost yeah. like I'm protecting them from all this like negativity, you know? Yeah. Well, I've had that. Like, it's, we're the same. Cause you're, you're, I'm November 10th. You're November 11th. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. We have like similar personalities on that. I'm the yeah. same way. Like with that and two, cause it's like, if I post a photo and I go on, I've done it where I've gone on, go on a date and I post a photo out and things. And then but people from that know me start following and messaging that person and bombarding them. And like, yeah. and I'm like, I don't even, I just like, go, I'm not even, I just, it's just better to avoid that altogether and have your personal, that's why I live my personal life. And I just keep it away. Like I don't put that stuff on there anymore. No, exactly. So what do people you think are nosy. about? What? People are nosy. I know. I say, mind your own business. It's like all the Will Smith and stuff. I go, I, I tell people like, mind your own damn business. But I think you have to have, like, I have my own business. I was like, the more time I spend on other people's business, the less time I have on my business. But like, that's just for applies to everybody. But I was like, people don't have enough damn things going on in their lives. So they, they're, they're miserable. So they're trying to like gossip and get all caught up in all the wrong things. Yeah. And it's like, what, what, what is it to you? If you're going to talk about this or that, like, you know, it's not going to change anything in your life. Why not just spend time? into like betting yourself right so like right now i'm trying to like um well i'm in the process of changing the laws right 
so against the whole Hackley crimes and basically yeah. like getting more severe <clears throat> sentencing. And once they get out, if they get out, like they have to be a, like a registered sex offender because right now they're getting sentenced as someone who's committing a hack crime and not a sex crime. So like, it's like, dude, this is a sex crime. What they did is just digital, you know? So yeah. uh, what do you think about the Good laws? You. And do you, do you think that they should be updated to like what's going on today in the world? I think things constantly have to be looked at and evolved yeah. in all, all walks of life and with the laws and, Things are rapidly, if you just look at the world we live in, and I, especially everything with cell phones and technology, it is things are rapidly changing. Just from the last 10 years, 15 years, mm-hmm. things in, uh, have just changed. I mean, look at the way cell phones have changed. I remember being in, when getting, having regular the Nokias with no, just they had, and like texting was such an amazing feature mm-hmm. on that. But like, and now just look at where we're at. I think, yeah, you have to look at those things and, 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 I'm a big believer in that. Like, I think things need to be much stricter and in, in repercussions. Like I think things are too lenient and that's why people get People don't have a fear of, of what they, the crimes they commit, you know, yeah. if they're, if, if punishments are more severe, I think that's going to help. It's never going to totally eliminate things. But I, I also say though, like, unfortunately, like on this planet, like there's a lot of evil people that don't play by the rules mm-hmm. and evil people cannot be reasoned with. And that is, you know, I'm, unf- I'm of the mindset you need to, you need to get rid of the evil people, yeah. um, which is pretty, can sound pretty harsh, but it's like, well, the other thing is we'll let the evil people do what the evil people do and it ruins good people's lives. And yeah, it's that's so, true. and, and it's that's what we live. You know? Yeah. And that's where it's, I do my best to protect me family and the world that we live in and, and create a, a safe environment, but it's, it's one of those things yeah, the, definitely the laws need to be, that's one of those things that you, you, you would know better than anyone because you've experienced it. And I think it's a good thing though, that you are being proactive and trying to, to update these and, and the, the damage has been done for you. So now what you're doing is, is help just helping others in what you're doing. And so they don't have to experience hopefully, you know, what you emotionally had to and have to with all that. So. Yeah. And it like triggers down to all like areas of life, whether it's work or like relationships or image or, you know, like it's, it's just so crazy how much it affects people. And I don't think people know about it because everybody's getting shamed and told not to talk about it because then you bring more attention to it. And God forbid somebody else finds out now and Googles your name or looks up this video or picture or whatever it might be. Right. So I think I thought about it and I was just like, you know, I'm going to talk about it because I like, I already had the whole world shame me for something I didn't do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's you doing no 100%. That's being you and being proactive on it and talking about it and being open. And yeah. then what that does is that shuts down everything else and where the, your followers and people that follow you actually make a deeper connection with you and, and will be able to, to have feel in the pain that you've gone through with that. And I understand what you're talking about too. And like with like laws, I deal with the same exact thing. And like, I've talked about like my WWE situation and left and I have legal stuff going on. That's all wrapping up soon, but there were a lot of lies and misinformation put out on me mm-hmm. uh, when I walked out and left and still to this day with that. And that's what though I t- took that negative of all, I started getting a lot of hate, like 
with people coming at me and social media within like the little wrestling bubble with that. And then I have the people that follow me that love me with that. And I go, I have to be, I have to just put out my content and be myself. And then that way people make a connection and get to know me over time where they then see those things and go, no, that's not true. I know that's not true because yeah. I know I watch them. And then, so, and it's it worked out in my favor on that end with it, but I deal with that same thing that if somebody looks up and there's stuff and then somebody from, some wrestling website wants to make up some clickbait article that's not true. That's where I think there needs to be laws on this stuff where these people were like, they, they, you know, I've had to pay thousands of dollars to my attorney to have nine, 10 articles taken down yeah. that were really bad. Then when they kept coming out, I go, I will not be able to afford this to keep doing this. They just keep, because there's no repercussions. They, they do it. You have to send a legal letter. Then if you do have to pursue it, now you have to go deal with court costs. Like it, it's an endless cycle of yeah. like and, and I go, who's this, paying for that it's all you yeah. so it's like it just hurts me and it takes away from my business it takes yeah. away. I don't have the time and the energy and I said I go okay there's that and that's going to drive me crazy or just put out my content and live my life and let the pieces fall where they where they may and yeah get people both sides of the where they go you can either believe the lies and unfortunately when you become famous and people know you there's all those I call them the evil people that just I look at like the bottom tier people of the planet that and I, I look at like media people, journalists, people that like, I look at all of them and like, to me, very, not to say that all of them are that, but the majority that are making these lies up and, and profiting off of other people with that in, in negative ways is a horrible thing that we definitely need to have more severe laws on and just guidelines. And it, yeah. because it, I see it all the time with people, like anybody could go make up anything in the social media world we live in. Mm-hmm. And, and right, and that's usually the the piece that comes out first that's negative gets all the attention. Yeah, and and then when it's proven to be wrong, nobody's paying attention at that point. Yeah, anymore. nobody ever pays. I I know a doctor. He spent a million dollars to like remove bad articles and mm-hmm. information about him. By then, it was already damaged, and nobody publicized him yeah. winning in court and spending a million dollars to get his name like and everything yeah. image and everything corrected right so that's what's so sad about this once the damage is already done then that's all people know about it like yeah. they're like see you as this bad person but they don't know the whole story and that's what's so tricky about uh this whole world of media because they can literally say anything they want they can make up yeah. a whole story about you and it's not even the truth. Yeah. You know? it, and people are very quick. And that's why I just try. And we're never going to be able to. That's why I've said, and there's billions of people on this planet. And like, you know, I, I've read, I read a lot and I've done a lot of self-development. Nobody's ever going to be able to like these people un- have my understanding of things because they've not read and learned what I've learned. And mm-hmm. so my thing is, is like, these people will drive ourselves crazy trying to change them because they yeah. don't want to be changed. They don't have the energy and they're already getting distracted in other people's business. So it's almost just like, be proactive on what you're doing with it, but it's just a big F you and just live life and be happy with it. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, I deal with this. Stuff. I've gotten really good and I've worked with a lot of people and had, when I did, used to do a lot more interviews on my show, I used to, my show to interview really smart people to help me with the issues and things that I was dealing with and get just free lessons and, and, and make money along the way doing it. And it's like, yeah. I'm like, it's such a great place with all them. Like just, do what you want to do to, for the for that to try to help people on that and then just keep living life and just keep doing the things the more time though we like spend trying to convince these people that that they're wrong on yeah. that it just takes away from our happiness in life exactly. i was like 
we know they're wrong. They're wrong. And then just live our life, put out our content, do our stuff. And then the, the ones that are going to love us are going to love us. And, and the ones that are going to hate us are going to hate us. And, it, and that's never going to change regardless. So I was like, I wanted, might as well just live my life and just, yeah, just be happy. Right? And yeah. just uh, from now on, like protect other girls. So it doesn't happen to them or boys yeah. or, you know, women or whatnot, because yep. I just don't want anyone else to go through that because I think if I was younger, I wouldn't have survived it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I think we're going to like, we're going to start with this and then it's going to be like other things in the spice cyberspace that needs to be corrected and, you know, updated yeah. and all that kind of stuff. They're behind but, on all of this. Yeah. yeah. But thank you so much for doing this. I'm like so happy I got to like talk to you and everything. Uh, is there thank like you. any way people can find you or like social media mm -hmm. or what are you working on now that you want yeah, to talk about? The, the big thing is I have my feed me more nutrition uh, supplement line. With everything, we, we started with three supplements. We now have 13 sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No artificial sweeteners or colors. We don't use any harmful ingredients. Mm -hmm. With that, it's for men and women. Also vegan friendly for all people to use. And that website is feedmemore.com. It's also available. We I believe half of the supplements are on Amazon uh, through one of my sellers on there as well. Uh, but I did make a discount code for your listeners and follow, followers to save 20%. Oodles 20, Oodles 20 oh, on, on feedmemore.com. They could save 20%. That code's already active on that. Uh, and then on social media, on Instagram and TikTok, I'm the big guy, Ryback22. I am the most followed pro wrestler on TikTok behind The Rock um, with that. So we, we are going well on like two and a half years of being on there. Nice. And I make a lot of entertaining, ridiculous comment content as well as health and nutrition. I have the Feed Me More Nutrition as well, raising awareness on all that end. And uh, the Ryback Show and Feeding Time on Ryback TV on YouTube, we are just hitting 400,000 subscribers in a three-year period. So uh, nice. thank you to everyone that, that's following and supporting on that. And the goal is to be back pro wrestling this year. So, Yeah, did you ever, like, wrestle The Rock or no? I was actually – I've met him multiple times. Mm -hmm. I actually – The Rock – true story. The Rock came back. I was in a, the WWE title match – uh, my first year in the company uh, against this guy that that guy though in the rock were ended up the rock came back for this match a few months later uh, and everybody I was the one that I was undefeated at the time and where I was supposed to win this big match in everyone's eyes but yeah. the goal was the plan was for rock to fight this other guy and, wow. that, and I was I I wanted that so bad because it would have been I would have got to fight the rock uh, yeah. my, my first year in pro wrestling which is huge yeah. And, uh, but man, he, he's very nice guy. I've met him, met him multiple times and, uh, always just very nice and sincere. And, uh, he was, uh, but yeah, he, he's kicking ass in life for sure. Yeah, I know. He's like taking over the world. <laughs> yeah, he'll <laughs> probably know? be the president at some point. Right? Yeah. So. <laughs> he's cooking. I, I'm like, he's not <laughs> cooking noodles. <laughs> I'm like, hey, The Rock, I want to wrestle you. you yeah, you guys saw your picture noodles? with him, by the You've got, you've met, you're around a lot of great people. That, that was really jealous of you and Mr. T also. Oh, yeah. So Mr. T is super cool. We did a commercial together. It's like a STD commercial for that uh, guy that I told you about, yeah. doctor. Uh, he was the biggest loser doctor, uh, Rob Huizenga. 
So we did this commercial and like, he was so cool. Like he was like the nicest guy ever. And, you know, he makes all these little toys for kids and like Mm -hmm. does a lot for the community and all that kind of stuff. So he's a really good guy, you know? Good deal. Well, we're going to have to get a, once I'm back, my, my supplement manufacturers in Valencia, California also, by the way, Oh, nice. we have to get a photo so I could join the walks. I saw you and the rock, Mr. T. We'll <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, we're gonna have to collab whenever you, you come down here. I'm always around, so just let me know. I'm know? gonna make you do a ve- a vegan feeding time with me, where we go. We it always has to be in the car. Those videos are so much fun, and where we do a vegan food video. What well, What do you mean? Like you're gonna make me eat vegan food, or yeah? But I record. I do. That's what I do once a week. I do. So all my all my the the connection to that is my feed me more nutrition, yeah. and we market on all the platforms and on YouTube. So, but like in the people that watch, I do one food video a week. It's my cheat meal, my one cheat meal every week. I oh, go to a new really? place or new get new food items and, and show people all the vegan food that we have available. Mm-hmm. So I do my cheat meal and I have a conversation with people like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes of yeah. just me in the car talking and being entertaining and silly. But I was like, every once in a while, like I've done it with a couple people before where it's, you have someone in the car with you and it's actually... Like I'm, I'm going to keep doing that when I'm back wrestling and have yeah. more guests on it as I keep, I'm going to do that till the day that I'm done, like die. It's Yeah. And that, it, that, it, we got to do it. Cause I love eating and I love cheating. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the perfect. I'm telling you, it will be yeah. at the, the vegan restaurant in LA somewhere. It'll be fun. Yeah, let's do it. Like I'm, I'm always here. So just let me know. You got my info. I'm going to put all of the links to, of, um, you know, your socials and your website in the description so people can just like easily follow you. Awesome. Um, all right. But thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate you thank and you. I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.